Satipatthana Sutta, the establishments of mindfulness. Thus have I heard. On one occasion the Blessed One was living in the Kuru country where there was a town of the Kurus named Kamasadama. There he addressed the bhikkhus thus. Bhikkhus, Venerable Sir, they replied. The Blessed One said this. Bhikkhus, this is the direct path for the purification of beings, for the realization of Nibbana, namely, the four foundations of mindfulness. What are the four? Here, Bhikkhus, a bhikkhu abides contemplating the body as a body, ardent, fully aware, and mindful, having put away covetousness and grief for the world. He abides contemplating feelings as feelings, contemplating mind as mind, contemplating dhammas as dhammas, ardent, fully aware, and mindful, having put away covetousness and grief for the world. Contemplation of the body, mindfulness of breathing. And how, bhikkhus, does a bhikkhu abide contemplating the body as a body? Here, a bhikkhu, gone to the forest or to the root of a tree or an empty hut, sits down, having folded his legs crosswise, set his body erect, and established mindfulness to the fore. Ever mindful, he breathes in and out. One trains thus, I shall breathe in and out, experiencing the whole body. One trains thus, I shall breathe in and out, tranquilizing the bodily formation. In this way, he abides contemplating the body as a body, both internally, externally, or both. Or else he abides contemplating in the body its nature of arising, ceasing, and both. Or else mindfulness that there is a body is simply established in him to the extent necessary for bare knowledge and mindfulness. And he abides independent, not clinging to anything in the world. That is how a bhikkhu abides contemplating the body as a body. The Four Postures Again, bhikkhus, when walking, he understands I am walking. When standing, sitting, lying down, one understands I am standing, sitting, lying down. Or he understands accordingly, however his body is disposed. In this way, he abides contemplating the body as a body, internally, externally, or both. And he abides the independent, not clinging to anything in the world. That too is how a bhikkhu abides contemplating the body as a body. Full awareness. Again, bhikkhus, a bhikkhu is one who acts in full awareness. When going forward and returning, when looking ahead or away, in flexing or extending his limbs, when wearing his robes and carrying his outer robe and bowl, when eating, drinking, consuming food and tasting, 
who acts in full awareness when walking, standing, sitting, falling asleep, waking up, talking, and keeping silent. In this way, he abides contemplating the body as a body, internally, externally, or both. And he abides independent, not clinging to anything in the world. That, too, is how a bhikkhu abides contemplating the body as a body. Contemplation of feeling. And how bhikkhus? Does a bhikkhu abide contemplating feelings as feelings? Here, when a pleasant feeling arises, the bhikkhu understands, I feel a pleasant feeling. When a painful feeling arises, he understands, or neither painful nor pleasant, or neutral. He understands. When feeling a worldly pleasant feeling, when feeling an unworldly pleasant feeling, when feeling a worldly painful feeling, when feeling an unworldly painful feeling, or a worldly pleasant or worldly or unworldly neutral feeling, he understands. In this way, he abides contemplating Vedana as feelings internally, externally, or both. Or else he abides contemplating in feelings their nature of arising and passing away. Or else mindfulness that there is a feeling is simply established in him to the extent necessary for bare knowledge and mindfulness. And he abides independent, not clinging to anything in the world. That how, That is how a bhikkhu abides contemplating Vedana as Vedana. Contemplation of mind. And how bhikkhus does a bhikkhu abide contemplating mind as mind? Here a bhikkhu understands mind affected by lust as a mind affected by lust, or a mind unaffected by lust. He understands a mind affected by hate, or a mind unaffected by hate. He understands a mind affected by delusion, or a mind unaffected by delusion. He understands the contracted mind is contracted and the distracted mind is distracted. He understands the exalted mind and the unexalted mind. He understands the surpassed mind and the unsurpassed mind. He understands the concentrated mind as concentrated and an unconcentrated mind as unconcentrated. He understands a liberated mind as liberated mind and an unliberated mind as unliberated mind insight. In this way he abides contemplating mind as mind, internally, externally, or both. Or else he abides contemplating in mind its nature of arising and ceasing. Or else mindfulness that there is a mind is simply established in him to the extent necessary for bare knowledge and mindfulness. And he abides independent, not clinging to anything in the world, that is how a bhikkhu abides contemplating mind as mind. Contemplation of Dhammas The Five Hindrances And how bhikkhus does a bhikkhu abide contemplating Dhammas as Dhammas?
Here, a bhikkhu abides contemplating dhammas as dhammas in terms of the five hindrances. And how? Here, there being sensual desire in him, a bhikkhu understands, or there being no sensual desire in him. And he also understands how there comes to be the arising of unarisen sensual desire, and how there comes to be the abandoning of arisen sensual desire, and how there comes to be the future non-arising. There being ill will in him, or sloth and torpor, or restlessness and doubt. A bhikkhu understands, there is doubt in me, or there is no doubt in me. And he understands how there comes to be the arising of unarisen doubt, and how there comes to be the abandoning of such, and how there comes to be the future non-arising. Insight. In this way he abides contemplating dhammas as dhammas, internally, externally, or both. Or he abides contemplating in dhammas their nature of arising or ceasing. Or mindfulness that there are dhammas is simply established in him to the extent necessary for bare knowledge and mindfulness. And he abides independent, not clinging to anything in the world. That is how a bhikkhu abides contemplating dhammas as dhammas in, term of the in terms of the five hindrances. The five aggregates. Again, bhikkhus, a bhikkhu abides contemplating dhammas as dhammas in terms of the five aggregates affected by clinging. And how? Here a bhikkhu understands such is material form, such is its origin and its disappearance, such is feeling, perception, formation, and consciousness, such are their origins, such are is their disappearance. In this way he abides contemplating mind objects as mind objects, internally, externally, or both. And he abides independent, not clinging to anything in the world. And that is how a bhikkhu abides contemplating dhammas as dhammas in terms of the five aggregates affected by clinging. The six sense spaces. Again, bhikkhus, a bhikkhu abides contemplating dhammas as dhammas in terms of the six internal and external bases. And how? Here, a bhikkhu understands the eye, he understands form, and he understands the fetter that arises dependent on both. He also understands how there comes to be a rising of an unarisen fetter, and how there comes to be the abandoning of the arisen fetter, and how there comes to be the future non-arising of the abandoned fetter. He understands ear and sounds, the nose and odors, the tongue and tastes, the body and tangibles. He understands mind and mind objects, and he understands the fetter that arises dependent on both. He also understands how there comes to be the arisen fetter, how there comes to be the abandoning of the arisen fetter, and how there comes to be the future non-arising of the abandoned fetter. In this way, he abides contemplating dhammas as dhammas, internally, externally, and both. 
and he abides independent, not clinging to anything in the world. That is how a bhikkhu abides contemplating dhammas as dhammas in terms of the six in internal and external sense spheres. The seven enlightenment factors. Again, bhikkhus, a bhikkhu who abides contemplating dhammas as dhammas in terms of the seven enlightenment factors. And how? Here, there being the mindfulness enlightened factor in him, a bhikkhu understands there is the mindfulness enlightened factor in me, or there being no mindfulness enlightenment factor, he understands there is no mindfulness enlightenment factor in me, and he understands how there came to be the arising of the unarisen mindfulness factor, and how the arisen mindfulness factor comes to fulfillment by development. There being the investigation factor, the factor of energy, of piti, of tranquility, of unification, of equanimity. Bhikkhu understands the factor is present or not present in me. And he also understands how there comes to be the arising of the unarisen quality and how the arisen quality comes to fulfillment by development. In this way, he contemplates mind objects as mind objects, internally, externally, or both. And he abides independent, not clinging to anything in the world. That is how a bhikkhu abides contemplating dhammas as dhammas in terms of the seven enlightenment factors. The Four Noble Truths Again, bhikkhus, a bhikkhu abides contemplating dhammas as dhammas in terms of the Four Noble Truths. And how? Here, a bhikkhu understands as it actually is. This is dukkha. He understands as it actually is. This is the origin of dukkha. This is the cessation of dukkha. This is the way leading to the cessation of dukkha. Insight. In this way, he abides contemplating dhammas as dhammas, internally, externally, or both. Or else he abides contemplating in dhammas their nature of arising or ceasing. Or mindfulness that there are dhammas is simply established in him, to the extent necessary for bare knowledge and mindfulness. And he abides independent, not clinging to anything in the world. That is how Abhikkhu abides contemplating dhammas as dhammas in terms of the Four Noble Truths. So it was with reference to this that it was said, Bhikkhus, this is the direct path for the purification of beings for the realization of Nibbana, namely the four foundations of mindfulness.